0: God's people, on today's show, we take a break from all the negativity happening in the world and turn up the godly inspiration by having my brother, Darius James, in studio for an interview talking about his music, his life, his family, and spreading love. Halfway through the interview, we decide to call up Lavelle Neal, and he takes the show to another Lavelle. This is fun. This is different. This is a whole, fresh vibe Sit back, relax, and please do enjoy the inspiration. Inspiration,
1: now in session. Inspire God's people, the podcast.
0: My wife thinks I'm crazy. How did we get here? And I would like to welcome you to Inspire God's People, where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. We are about to have a good time. You know what? Here's my mindset today. I'm going to just be all the way real with you. It's a lot going on in the world today, and it's also a lot of pressure like to be down and out. And I'm sorry, Like I have to be true to who I am. I've addressed all the issues. If you want to be deep and you want to figure out what I think about everything, check out the last couple of shows. Hopefully, I'm hearing that they were well executed, definitely couldn't cover everything. But you know what else? I can't keep talking about that stuff every week because I'm not God. Like It's not my job to carry every burden in the world. So this is for the people today that wants to get that inspiration. So today I I wanted a different vibe, man. You know, switch it up. We are kingdom minded. We are leaders. I don't have to follow what the world is doing, you know? So hopefully today I could bring just a little bit of joy, a little bit of relaxation, and a whole lot of inspiration. Got my brother here in studio. You feel me? So do I have y'all permission to have a good day? You know what I'm saying, and not be afraid of 2020. Let's do this, man. Let's do this, man. James. Yes, what up, dog?
1: sir. What up, bro?
0: Let's do this, man. We in here, dude. We in here, man. Um, finally. finally, finally, man. Yeah, just my brother. Just, just not getting on the show. You know what I'm saying. We had to go through the protocol and man. make sure we make sure we had the clearance. You this know d- what I'm saying. This dude
1: got Meach. He got Lavelle. <laughs>
0: I'm his blood try- brother. <laughs> I'm like, I was sheesh. trying to get some other people. <laughs>
1: I was trying to get some other people in here before you. Nah, man. What up, bro? Not much, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. Inspired God's people. was cracking? Man, so y'all done heard
0: Darius um, on a million songs that I done played on here. This is my little brother. We just going to kick it, man. You know, with everything going on in the world today, I'm going to be real, man. I was like, all right, I'm done talking about all the deep (laughs) racial stuff right now, bro. Like, Right. I can't do it another week, man. So,
1: yeah,
0: uh, we're gonna talk about what, what's your joint? Spread love,
1: spread love. Yes, sir.
0: we we'll talk about spreading love today. So, what up, man? You know, let the people know they didn't heard your music, but yeah. let's maybe start off with like, okay, of course, you grew up in church. So, mm-hmm. what all do you do musically, and how did you get into music? Let's
1: start there. Okay, sweet. So, it goes back to when we were actually fighting over the drumsticks. I was the youngest, so they would never let me get the drumsticks. We were all drummers. Jermaine, yes, he was actually a drummer. I was actually a drummer, Doc. Jarrell, he's still a drummer. I was a drummer. Drum's my first love. So it started there, um, and then I got forced to play keys. Pops made me pe- play keys. I was actually very upset, but I really thank him for that. That's I'm like, crazy. Yes, I was actually mad as heck, man. I'm So,
0: like, so how old were you, though, when he made you... Start playing keys. Uh Uh-oh.
1: Probably about – now, I used to play here and there, you know, on and off. But it was – I never would let nobody know it was serious. One day at the church, he heard me. He's like, oh, you playing Sunday. I'm like, man, (laughs) no, I'm not. Militant in the mud. (laughs) Yes, literally, that's how he was. But uh, I think I was like 16, maybe 16, maybe 16. I did not want to do it at all.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. So you got forced. Darius got forced to play, um,
1: yep. keys. He was a drummer. Yep. And what
0: about the singing though? Like, cause singing was something too. Like you weren't really trying to do it. You used to play around.
1: Now, yes. So the thing was, I would sing here and there to girls in school. Sometimes I, I did not want to sing. I was low key, <laughs> I was low key shy. But I think I was shy when I wanted to be shy. If that, if that makes sense. But. But yeah man about 6 years ago you you know you couldn't get me in the microphone about, A little crazy. over 6 years ago you couldn't get me in the microphone I'm like no but now <laughs> of course I accepted the call and I'm like um what really got me going is the parable of the talents I'm like okay I got these gifts let me That's not crazy. sleep on this gift let me let me let me use my gift to a, to its full of potential so That's
0: the crazy yeah. thing like people don't realize 6 years ago you you was not doing that 6 I years had ago to- when I had to force you in the studio to do, you only did on Music Can't Save the World on my first project. Yeah, You literally just did the
1: backgrounds. Right. Ooh, uh, uh, oh. <laughs> oh, that was a hit too, That bro. was hype too. It was like, yeah. I was happy to have you
0: doing that joint. But that was like, that was really when we first started doing music together. That's yeah. probably something people don't realize too. Like mm-hmm. when you family, everybody kind of got their talents Everybody kind of got their own thing. We don't Facts. just always just be all in each other's stuff all the time. Facts. So like that's like drill, drum, you know everybody's just doing everything. Everybody do something. So yeah. let, let's go back to this though. So pops makes you forces you to play keys for church.
1: Dude forces me to play keys. Uh, I'm literally forced me to play keys, but like I said, I'm thankful because it clearly brought more income and honestly it put my value up higher. Uh raised my value for sure. So you made me play keys. Uh, I ended up playing keys. I couldn't stand it. But again, like I said, I was happy. I'm happy in the long run. But well,
0: why, why didn't you want to play keys?
1: Man, because you go, you coming from drums, it's like I do not want to put the sticks down. And then now, everybody I play with, I'm on keys, and all the drummers suck. Right. <laughs> it's, like, it's like I know how to play. So it's like, and I was I was comfortable being a drummer, honestly, because I was one of the best drummers. I, I take pride in that It's like because I, I worked hard because when I was younger, I didn't get too many opportunities. They made me wait a lot. So I'm right. like, okay, I'm about to go in this shell and I'm about to come out cracking heads.
0: People don't understand. <laughs> like if you didn't grow up in church, it right. used to be funny when because y- y'all kept playing. I stopped playing drums. Y'all right. took it way further than me, you and Jarrell. But it's funny, like I watch y'all, like Jarell be playing, and you be trying to play offering, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Like he that's never let me deal. play
1: offering, bro. He never he, let.
0: Oh, a hype song, hey, y'all sick.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, people don't know. I used to cry, bro. Like he would be like, "All right, bro, I got you. You can play offering." I look forward to going to church on Sundays for offering. That's offering crazy. came came. They do a hype joint. He like, oh hold on. So I'm literally <laughs> like this. <I'm... laughs> I had that you know that feeling like I your had chest that start swelling up
0: what's dope though like and this this something that I really want people to think about because you have a lot of gifts in music you sing you play drums you play keys yeah. later on pick up the guitar but like just think about this you want it to stay in your comfort comfortable place like yeah. that comfort zone of drumming and I think sometimes in life we can like it's more God want us to do. It's more God put in us. Yeah. And now, like, just six years later looking at you, it's kind of crazy all because you got forced to play yeah. the keys by your father. That's the importance of a parent, too.
1: Yeah, man. That's that's huge. I thank him for that. Couldn't stand him then. Love yeah, him now.
0: <laughs> that, that's dope because that led to so much stuff. Like, every everything we do always lead to something else. So, like... How long have you been playing the guitar now, though? Because that was the last instrument you added.
1: Yeah, guitar, maybe five years now. little Five and a half years. Uh, right I didn't even realize bit. it had been that long. Yeah, about so five what made, years.
0: what made you want to play the guitar?
1: Now, I originally wanted to play... No, I've been six years now. I wanted to play the guitar because uh, I wanted to play and sing to my wife when she walked down the aisle. That was the original plan. I'm this like,
0: guy is soft <laughs>
1: Butter. I'm like, yo, brownie points. I don't care what I you ne- talking about.
0: I never knew that. All right, whatever you say. He, he wanted to learn how to play a full-blown instrument. I want to sing to my wife, Doc. I ain't mad at you. That's what's up. So you married. You got yeah. 100 kids. Yes, sir. Four kids, man. Um,
1: four, man. Pray. Two
0: boys, two girls. Um, You know, four of my, like, I think I got 17 nieces and nephews now, Whew. man. Yeah. It's a lot. They gives no birthday presents for me. <laughs> Actually, you know what? This year, I think me on. and Tiff might on. do like
1: Look at God. $25
0: gift cards. Yes,
1: card. sir. Yes, sir.
0: <laughs> we just made that up because um, Ivan Twins' birthday was last week. Dang. And we we got a $25 gift card. Yep. So I'm like, oh, man. So yep. I'm like, now nah, we about to have to start <laughs> yep. getting everybody gift cards. So, you know, you got your four kids, man. And, um... How does that impact? Like, so you having, you know, being forced by your father to yep. start playing, you know, an instrument. Mm-hmm. Then now, now you have kids. So how are you? How are you taking what pops did and putting that into?
1: Okay, so what you doing? I remember hitting you up on the phone the other day because my son, my first born son Isaiah, he loves the drums and like Isaiah now-
0: Jermaine, by the way.
1: Isaiah Jermaine. I, yeah. I, I don't know what problem. I was thinking, but yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, I, Isaiah was on the drums, man. And I'm like, I teach him stuff here and there. I teach him new little licks and stuff, grooves. And I like, I made him. I watched, actually watched the Clark Sisters. Uh, <laughs> it just, just inspired me. made Mossed them. Maddie, Maddie Mossed the heck out <laughs> of them. You ain't going nowhere for 12 hours. <laughs> no. But no, I, I, actually that inspired me, man, because look at them now, man. Even from the Joe Jackson, you know. I ain't gonna take it that far, but right, you
0: might go to jail, nah. Joe <laughs> yeah. wouldn't have made it, dude.
1: <laughs> no, nah, but I actually made Isaiah stay on the drums. He couldn't get this one part and he kept getting frustrated. So I'm like, yo, you can do it. You just it just take time. Slow it down. So I just had about a month ago, I had my first little um back and forth with him where I'm like, yo, you gotta stay on these drums. You're gonna get this. And I went to the store and grabbed some food. I'm like, you stay here and I'm gonna go get food. And then you come back. And when I came back, sure enough he had the lick and he was happy about it.
0: That's dope. Like and I think that's important for the parents out there, right? Like like you said, you see something now now here's my thing. Like again, I ain't I'm not putting my stamp of approval on no Joe Jackson or nothing, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Um, but when you the one thing I will say that when you see like people who focus on their kids, yeah. Good, t- like they, they typically have. Maybe some people lose that balance and they go too far. I'm not telling mm-hmm. people to go too far, but I think so many people, especially like in the generations now, just mm-hmm. throw your kids on the phone and you out, right? So it's like, you know, obviously, I don't have kids yet, but that's something I'm mindful of. Of like, yeah, bro.
1: that's the worst, man. Uh, you letting the laptop or the tablet raise the kids, it's like, that's or or thing? you just honestly, let's be real, you just being lazy, lazy, and it's than like. The worst. You, you, you got irritated, you know, but it's like, yo, you had these kids. You got to invest in them. And you got to take time with them. So I'm, I'm tired all the time because I always play with my kids, let them crawl on my back. I'm never kind of forcing them over to the side. Like, if we can watch TV, we can watch TV together. But
0: That's yeah. dope, man. Yeah. And that, you know, that's just one of those things, those small things. I think that parents just got to, sometimes you ain't even thinking about it. You yeah. tired, you working, but you got to, man, you got to put your kids first because. Got to, man. The things you do, what you put them into is literally, like, shaping their life. You know what I'm saying? So. Well,
1: yeah, I'm going to put my wife first first. I don't know what you want. I'm <laughs> going to put Kiera. You listening to this, this I love you. trying to get
0: nothing but brownie points. Listen, I have a wife,
1: Kiera, by the way. He, he said nothing about my wife yet, but I love you, sweetheart. I literally did say something because you tried then, to play the guitar for her. And then I put the – and he laughed at that. <laughs> and So, yeah, my wife is first, then my kids.
0: <laughs> I ain't mad at that. You know what I'm saying? My man got a – he gotta make sure that when you go home, everything good. So, exactly, bro. All right, so let's talk about a little bit of your music career. So, in, yeah. in a short amount of time, you've obviously been able to travel the world, man. Tell us about you know whatever you want to share about man. who you've worked with and just absolutely
1: you know traveling and stuff in music. All right, so I'm gonna try to give you a quick version. So this is crazy, cause again. I I used to embarrass y'all on the porch having concerts. I would I, I had a phase where I thought I was Michael Jackson, I had a phase where I thought I was John P. Key and then Kurt Franklin. Like I literally used to have full-blown concerts literally on the porch as a kid. But my mindset now um so let's let's get start on John P. Key. John P. Key reached out through me to me through social media. He hit me up one day, probably cuz my mom was just tagging she, oh, she tagging me million people. She's my biggest <laughs> fan. So she's just tagging like crazy. And he hit me up and said, I got work for you uh, about five years ago. And ever since then, we've been working. He'll hit me up like, hey, I'm going to the West Coast. You my nephew for, for life now. You just open up wherever I go now. And that has gotten me major opportunities. And my mindset now is anything can happen because I was a little boy on the porch, thought I was him with my lip to the side, to my, you know. And now I'm literally traveling the world with this guy. And then a mutual uh, connection there pointed me to Todd Delaney. Started traveling with Todd Delaney. Now, I sang BGVs for Todd for three and a half years. We traveled the world in... Um, uh, Stellar Wars, St- Africa. Ste- Stellar Wars, UK. Africa. Africa, right. It's crazy. We went Man, a lot you, of places. You and
0: Jarrell, like, first of all, my younger brothers, by the way... You know, here I am, ain't left out of Michigan. (laughs) I'm joking on that, but no, man, I'm proud of y'all because it's dope, man. And really, low key, Damo is like a secret weapon. Our sister Dominique, you know, only reason she not doing traveling the world is because she don't want to be. She She don't want to, but she be into hair and school and all that. So, but much love to Damo. Um, I learned from her how to flow. Damo is dope. She's so like. Just to give people a little perspective, like the one dope thing about coming from a music family is I'm gonna speak for myself. You always kind of got what you need. Like at the end of the day, it's true. If I really need a drummer, yep. I could call Jarrell. If yep. I need key, well, you you're already part of my my crew, my band. Yep. But um, if I really needed backgrounds, I got Dominique. I got Kiera. So yep. <laughs> it's dope. Yep. I got your mom. Like so, yep. it's kind of fire because. As a
1: family, having mm-hmm. all them resources in there yep. is crazy, dog. It's super crazy. I, Dominique, we just shot a video. And, of course, Dominique, uh, it was all on there. And then you already on my records. Hopefully, we shoot this other one pretty soon.
0: I'm trying to get that movie, dog. Y'all shooting movies. I'm, try- <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm trying to get a feature, bro. This has been amazing, man.
0: Let's talk about that. Well, hold on. First of all, I want to go back real quick to... The John P. Key thing, cause one yeah. of the things when I'm interviewing anybody, and obviously we brothers, so we just kicking it. This probably the most like, this is just me kicking it with my brother today. So y'all gonna have to understand, like we done been through so much, yeah. a pandemic, racial injustice. So today is just about spread and love, and that's hopefully yeah, you know the love and inspire y'all. But when I think about you rocking with John P. Like like you said, growing up being a fan of John P. Key, mm-hmm. then he found you.
1: Social media.
0: Social media. Now, the reason I'm saying this because I want to pat myself on the back. Darius, when he first went Instagram, first started <laughs> popping. Darius is a singer, guitar player, artist. I'm looking on his Instagram page. He posting pictures
1: of food. Here it comes.
0: He posting all type of random, stupid stuff. I was like, bro, you gotta start posting your music. I'm like, yeah. you are an artist. Why are you posting a ham sandwich? <laughs> Nobody cares what you ate. Now you could do that in your stories now.
1: Wow. But by the was, way, he taught me how to ride a bike too. <laughs> Thank you. Thank
0: I you. probably did. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Notice the the thing with Darius is he gets no credit for nothing that he's doing because clearly everybody else. Well, that's what you get for being the youngest. So, um, but the thing the thing is like for real, for real. When you started doing that, mm-hmm. John P. Key ain't the only people that didn't hit up your social media. That's the only one man. of the only people you actually rock with but you don't have secular major people yeah. then you get asked to be on some TV shows
1: yeah man uh American Idol reached out to me uh The Voice reached out to me and it's another TV the show Four. The 4 they reached out to me too uh and they again they e- they emailed me and they told me the people that referred them and I know these people um some managers of uh, record labels some in the secular world and uh that I know sis- social media so they kind of put my name in there, and uh, yeah. yeah. Why
0: didn't you do it?
1: Man, I don't want to be in a box. I don't want to sure. be in anybody's box. And um, let's just be real. You can't do, after seeing everybody that came out of that stuff, you can't do what you want to do. And I feel like, especially now this pandemic has been a blessing, you can do what you want to do. And my mind, my mindset is no intentions. My mindset is just to put the best music out, best quality I can, and God to do the rest. Faith without works is there. I'm supposed to do the work, and then God, uh, God will faith Take like you where he wants you to go. Yeah.
0: And, and I think, like, look, the reason I bring that up is because as Christians, man, and you know, of course, you know, I think anybody listening to this show know, long enough know, like, I'm the oldest of nine children in total. So, like, I'm just an automatic big brother. That's just who I am. Mm. Like, even my friends, like, I'm going to probably get on your nerves at some point, trying to give you advice or like telling you whatever, whoever it is. And especially to my siblings. But the thing is like, I'm always in your ear and and like telling you, like as a believer, you got to be able to turn junk down. Yeah. Satan took Jesus to the top of the mountain and show him everything. And it's basically like, you just bow to me and it's all yours. It's crazy. And sometimes man, Especially in the world of music, because if we being real, we all want... Like, the thing you really want as an artist is you want so many people to just hear your stuff. Yeah. It ain't really about the money, for real. Fame is probably more tempting than money it's in dangerous. music. Because you really just want people to hear it.
1: It's dangerous. I had a... Uh, there was a major uh, producer, huge in the uh, secular world, reached out to me and said he want to produce my stuff. Now, I... I told him, you know, no, I'm I'm okay because I did my homework. I'm like, I already knew, number one. I'm like, man, this dude has been on these crazy shows. He's been wilding out. I'm like, I can't even get with it, man. It's like, I don't want that to be, it's almost like I don't want to jump into a a sinking ship. You know, if that that ship had nothing but bad fruit coming out of it. Not saying he's a horrible person, but, you know, your reputation matters. (laughs) So
0: Yeah, and see, most people wouldn't have been able to turn it down because he a major producer that everybody (laughs) knows. And that, that's why I respect you. Even as my brother, I respect that. Because yeah. I'm like, dog, you're so talented. And like I said, in music, we all kind of want that. Like, yeah. you you want to make it. And I remember when we were in J&J Soul, and we had, like, an opportunity to pursue a record deal through Eminem's people, through his lawyer in particular. That's crazy. And, um, you know, when you get somebody like that, and you're talking 2004, 2005, yeah. So when you get somebody like that, it's that's a big like, deal. right when Eminem was like, I mean, he's still Eminem, but you know, it was like, it's tempting. Even yeah. as a Christian, you kind of thinking like, yo, like, but you know, and I'm going to be real in all honesty. Yeah, I'm not even going to say the thing that stopped us. It wasn't because we were so saved. It was because we couldn't afford the lawyer fees. Mm. So like at the end of the day, it was kind of like, yo, do we want to scrape up this money, which we probably could have. But we was like, man, I'm not about to borrow no money to try to.
1: God literally made a way out of nowhere. <laughs> no y'all ain't, ain't no way in the world y'all was about to get that <laughs> with no money.
0: <laughs> no way possible. But I like look, for real, for real. I thank God for sometimes for the stuff he kept me from. So right. that's dope. So you got so what you've been doing, man, now you got you release your project. Let, let's talk about the music that you're working on now, what inspired it. Yeah. And, and all that stuff.
1: W W Y G Live. That's We Want Your Glory. And that song just came out of prayer time. Uh, I was praying to God. I said, Please don't take your hand from me. And it just turned to lyrics. I just kept saying it. I'm like, Woo, please don't take your hand from me. And it just kind of turned to a vibe. We went from there. A lot of the songs came from a, a place, just like uh, Receive Our Worship came from when I caught malaria in Africa. Uh, I was in the hospital bed crying. And, you know, I'm like, Receive my worship, God. You know, uh, that came from Broken Place. So all of, the whole point of it is, God be glorified. We want your glory. I want his glory to 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 shine or everything, to outpour on everything I'm doing. Uh, and then we I was supposed to do a live recording in March, but we got shut down due to corona. So now my whole vibe is just, well, let's just be honest. A lot of people bought tickets, and I don't want to have to refund everybody. So yeah. what I've been trying to do is be creative. How could I give everybody that bought tickets something? So what I've been doing is I went and recorded the whole album anyway, that's what we've been doing, shooting all these videos, is for everybody to bought tickets and stuff so that I can send them. I have everybody's email. Don't worry, I got your email. I got your information. I'm going <laughs> right. to send it to you. You're going to get a free album, um, all that kind of stuff. So, this new album, working on it for them. And yeah. And another thing, too, as a creative, I feel like this pandemic has put all of us on the same line, same platform, because we're all doing the same thing, which is Facebook Lives. <laughs> Look, bro, the,
0: that's what people don't realize. Like, yeah, you man. You know, I didn't I just I dropped my project cuz I'm like, "Bro, you know, like hey, that like that's why I got my own studios." So it's yeah, like man. at the end of the day, you like everybody shut down. So like you said, one thing the pandemic did, yeah, even for major
1: companies, it put everybody at the same level. The way I see it, we all at the start line together. Now, I went I ran track. I was all also- all-State track. Let me throw that in there. I was fast, literally. Yeah, literally, you couldn't catch the me. The insurance company. Literally, <laughs> literally, you couldn't <laughs> catch me. But uh, yeah, Whatever you say, bro. But it put all of us on the same, on the start line. So for me, I'm conditioning, bro. I'm getting in shape. I'm running. I'm, I'm exercising. Because as soon as they hit that gun and say go, oh, I'm out. So that's the way I've been looking at this pandemic. I'm like, oh, I'm, this is conditioning for me. I, I feel great.
0: No, that's dope. And I, I think that's a good analogy, like, at the end of the day, you know, whoever, some people just still at the start line. Yeah. So it's like you, we all started, like you said, at yeah. the start of the pandemic, it was people that was home from work. Mm-hmm. They ain't had nothing to do. You had all the time in the world to go after all your dreams you ever wanted to do. Yeah. Now we coming out of it, people going back to work. And I told people like, I refuse to come out of here empty handed. And by the grace of God, man, it's honestly I pray for everybody because I know a lot of people been impacted. Yeah. So I don't want to overlook that. But by the grace of God, like, I can honestly say, like, I came out of this mug with, like,
1: yeah.
0: a project. Yeah. I... Tiff shot an album. <laughs> I mean, shot a
1: video on yeah. her cell phone yeah, for man. good enough. Like, man. This is, this opportunity created, I created new hobbies, bro. I run now. Like <laughs> I started Yo, that's running. That's a, that's a good thing for me because it's like I'm spending these time three miles, with the Lord, I get to just talk. I love talking to myself and I th- talk to God. So I do that, man. I also hopped into investing. Uh, I'm an investor. I'm, I'm proud to say that. I'm an investor. You know, right. that sounds great. <laughs> uh, another thing, man, what what else I do? I got this whole record done, man. So yeah, I'm my thing is, man, I'm trying to get, buckets like what I'm doing you right feel now feel it bro I, I, pass me the rock I'm shooting I'm, I, I feel
0: it because at the end of the day what people don't understand too is like you know we all have a choice so wherever yeah. we end up mm-hmm. a lot of it is based on the choices we made and it's kind of one of those things like look I can't help it if you chose yeah. to do nothing mm-hmm. because for me it was like work like that's the other thing for me I was still working, Mm. and I had just got a promotion, like,
1: March 5th. We moving up, come on.
0: And so it's like, then the pandemic hit, first of all, I'm like, thank God I got this promotion on the front end, yeah. because, you know, everybody, major companies, everybody shutting down stuff, ain't no promotions happening. So I'm like, I'm coming out of this boy with a promotion.
1: That's crazy.
0: I'm talking days. (laughs) That's crazy. Then the other crazy thing is like, this was the craziest part, so... You know my job is national, traveling the country.
1: Come
0: on. I was kind of scared, like because my last job was regional, so I'm like, all right, I was only traveling four or five states before all the time, but still. Then I'm like, man, how much am I gonna be gone? Mm -hmm. I get the promotion, then the pandemic. Now I'm like, bro, I don't even think it's gonna be travel gonna be banned the whole year. So it's like.
1: it's crazy. This, like, is, this is dope, man. We moving up. The late, great Winston Churchill said, never let a good crisis go to waste. I have been, crazy. I have been, I'm telling you, man, this has been an opportunity, even for marriages. If you married, this, this opportunity has gave you nothing man. but time to get buckets. Now, <laughs> when I say get buckets, I mean get a shot, a, a good, a point. For me, I have been getting buckets. I'm like, okay, I'm spending time with my wife. Anything where I lack in, I'm like, okay, just give me time to really work on that area. And that's then,
0: a dope way to look at it.
1: Yeah, man. I'm, I'm telling you. I've
0: been doing that. Like, that, that's something. You, cause I got, I was real busy. Got the new job, so, you, I'm, you get a little jealous because everybody else off work, <laughs>
1: right.
0: and you like working more. And you know how I am. I'm gonna let people know. Like, hey, bro, you off work? Not me. Like, people. I'm,
1: I- I'm shooting videos. You at work. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm mad in the mud. You like, hey bro, can you come shoot? That's why I ain't in none of his videos. He like, hey man, can you come shoot uh Tuesday at ten o'clock? I'm like, no, bro, I'm at work. What you on? Like, man. but hey, I'm about to do something. We about to I'm about to hit up Lavelle, man. Oh, We're we about to see what he on. Let, let's hold up and see. Let's let's call Lavelle and see see what he got going on. This wasn't planned, but I'm like, you know what? I got my brother in studio. And for the first time, we're going to make a call. We're going to have three people on the show. I'm
1: about, take it to another level. Yeah. Come on. Right.
2: Thank you. It's time to go. To level. what are you doing here? To another level. Who you in? It's time to go. All right, that's scary. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. To another level.
1: I guess you can stay
2: now. I finally got a theme song, y'all. down and all this house. <laughs> who who, who are you talking to? The cats. My wife. I mean, my cat. What
0: up, man? What's going on, bro? What's
2: up, son? You all right?
0: Good, man. We got I got Darius here in studio, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, man, let's check on the. We still about to take the show to another LaVelle. You know, albeit we, it could be brief, you know what I'm saying? I know I'm just hitting you up in the middle out of okay, nowhere. Now.
2: Darius... <laughs> Or, or, or was this? And you a prophet, right? This
1: guy. This guy. <laughs> this guy.
0: What, what y'all over there doing, man? We were just talking about how during the pandemic, you know, we've had this, had opportunities to be better husbands. So, you know, mm-hmm. I'm putting you on the spot now. Can yeah. Can you give us a way that you've been a better husband during the pandemic, you know, during the shutdown? with nothing but time being locked in the house with you and your wife.
2: Good Lord. <laughs> well, that's actually an easy one. Okay. Um so so my wife is still working, but she's working from home. So mm. each day instead of sleeping in until 2 p.m. like I would normally do, um <laughs> she Mr. Laziness. She, she lets me know what time her lunch break is. So every day I get up uh you know, take care of the cats, and then I begin to prepare her food because her break is only 30 minutes, so I have to have her, you know, she goes on break, let's just say at 12, and about 11 o'clock, I'll start preparing her food to make sure that when she punches out at 12, she has time to eat and that she doesn't have to do anything except sit down and eat. What and kind of noodles do you make? <laughs> Well you you high food, you
0: Man, you over there. Basically
2: she done turned you into a little chef, huh? Man, I am I'm Mr. Mom and we ain't even got the kids yet. So.
1: That's the story of my life too, brother. Well,
0: I would like to introduce you guys to manhood. You know, my wife doesn't have me walking around the house in a apron.
1: Wow. But-
0: <laughs> Ah. Hey man, what, what, what question? You know, I'm, I'm gonna let you talk to Darius. You know what I'm saying? I know this is on on a, on a spot on the fly, but I got Darius here. We talking about his music and everything, and you know what I'm saying? What you got to say about Darius? Something to ask him? You know what I mean? You want to quiz him on some uh, some scripture or something? You know what I mean? I, I, I figured I call a man a God to uh, take the show to another level. <laughs>
2: Well, okay, yeah. Actually, that's that's good. That's good. Darius, I, you know, I was kidding, of course, when the show started. Darius, I am actually a huge fan of Darius's. Every time he has music comes out, I make sure I purchase it on my phone and my wife's phone. Thank so you, we are fans. Thank you so much. So that's where them two streams um, came it. from. That you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I, I really, I really love your music. So, so I guess, I guess my question would be, like, where does your inspiration come from? Like, how do you write a song? Now it's funny because your brother, I've been with him, mm-hmm. and we're out somewhere, and he'll literally like in the car, yep. just start rapping. <laughs> he'll see something, and he'll just start piecing together a rap or whatever. Um, so how how does your?
1: I'm pretty much what's your sa- process? I'm pretty much the same way. So for me, it starts with a melody. Um, I mm-hmm. I have melodies going through my head nonstop. So the second I get something, normally if I read the Bible or if I'm praying, you know, something it's going to be a a, a lyric to come out of there where it's like, "Woo, like that, that's that's it." And I'm I'm always singing nonstop, you know. It's that's that's non-stop, but for me it starts with a melody. If I get something like I said, read the the Bible is the easiest. you you read the Bible, you can you're going to get a whole album easily. Um <laughs> that's that's yeah, facts. Literally. That's, literally, right. literally, that's you, actually facts. You're going to get especially now this is my tricks right here if you get into different translations, it really start saying something that, <laughs> it's like uh it's like one translation may say you just like the wave and the other one is saying i'm being swept by the wave it's like woo, yeah it get deep in Sweat a different tra- by
0: the
2: way
1: what you know what take me away <laughs> no but uh yeah that's so, the, ba- that's the process go ahead
2: so basically y'all just kind of plagiarized david and paul and <laughs> yeah pretty y'all much. when y'all get to heaven right they're
0: in all of our credits for our music we just write no but you know what that's a dope question man. i mean that's a dope question because a lot of people don't know that and me and my brother like the funny thing is that's not something we ever like we never talked about it we never planned it
2: yeah.
0: and it just kind of we found out organically like oh that's how you write music too like you know
1: we've been in the studio and freestyled And wrote a song Mm. at at the microphone.
0: (laughs) Yeah, literally, though.
1: That's what happened to me often.
0: Yeah, that and so I'll tell you this. I don't meet many people. I don't know if I've met really anyone who creates music the exact way that we do, organically. And not, not saying that other people don't have dope ways that they create music, but just saying it's unique. Like, man, um, I don't know, like DNA, your blood, your bloodline is so powerful because we don't even have to, like, come up with that together. We get in the studio and it's like, you're yeah. talking full songs, full albums that never touched paper. Literally. Did you write Did wow. you write any of your last album? Did any of it touch paper?
1: None of it touched paper. Absolutely none. Wow.
0: of Wow. None of my last two albums, last five. Out of my last five projects, I might have wrote one song. Yeah.
2: Wow. I
1: haven't wrote anything. I, um... I'll now I'll, I'll get a, the melody is the most, most important part because I my thing is if I get the melody I'm good I'll go in the studio and create some verses so I was like right. that's literally how I do and I will grab down on a voice note on my uh, record the uh, voice note on my phone record that little melody or whatnot and then I'm going from there I'm taking that melody and then I made something we may come up with something in church a vibe and I'm like oh I could piece that with that Because like, I know no the time we recreate create a lot of stuff after church like we'll just be playing music. And then a vibe. We do that so much. A vibe. Like, we just come.
0: vibe out after church. And um, it's dope, man. That That's the stuff I love. Like, I love uh, creating music with Darius. Like, again, like, he doing his thing and he killing it. But the thing that's dope, you know, the advantage I got is that he's still willing to be, you know, a background singer and a musician for me and allow me to do my thing um, mm-hmm. when I do travel and do stuff. And it makes it like just that much easier because I know my brother. Like, yeah. all right, number one, I got Red, got D Rock, but having Red and Darius from a just a music production standpoint, and D Rock low key is a co-producer too. D Rock's right nuts. Mm-hmm.
1: Red's a genius too, man. Absolutely,
0: uh, that's on fire, man. So, Lavelle, before we let you go, yes, bro, sir. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. I know that you're good. You, you, you know, what I mean, your wife needs some biscuits or something. Are or you, or you all right? You gotta cook. <laughs> No, she's good. She's good. We ain't going to hold you much longer, brother. Um, (laughs) I'm going to put you on the spot. I want to know if you have a semi-deep conversation for me and Darius. I've never had a deep Mm. conversation with someone else here. I don't know if Darius is going to throw off my anointing or not, but we're going to see what happens. (laughs) Ah.
2: Mm, A deep conversation. See, we,
0: you know, look, like, we say we freestyle music. Can you freestyle the show, bro, or not? You know what I'm saying? Let me tell you this before, before you say this, the whole point of today's show, man, is really just kicking it with my brother because with everything crazy that's going on in the world today, yeah. we've done a whole bunch of shows. We've, talked about all type of deep topics and things like that. And I think it's important sometimes as believers to just chill, man, just like relax. Even people who we read a lot, we, we are well versed and educated, but it's like, bro, sometimes, sometimes you gotta let your head down. (laughs) Now I'm singing. I'm the rapper. Um, but I just wanted to let you know, that's the vibe of today's show. Um, I was also giving you a second to think of something. If you are, as advanced oh, in ministry as I believe you are.
1: You need to record that
0: too. Is that what
2: wife? I was supposed to be doing while you were talking? Um, <laughs> okay, no, seriously. Okay, so something, something is always happening deep around me. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, I, right. I attract deepness. Yeah, okay. Mm. That's what the uh, dentist said you know, about your
0: last cavity.
2: <laughs> <laughs> did you Did you notice the example Darius used in scripture? Mm. About being deep, <laughs> come on, come on now, y'all, y'all can't, you all you can not you can not play with me, man. When oh I'm around, deep is just there. Whatever, bro. So okay, so everybody knows we got these cats, right? I've, I've talked about the cats before. So we got the mother cat, and we didn't know she was pregnant. She got the two babies now, which they're not babies anymore. They'll be two uh, in August, so they're they're getting big. They're actually bigger than the mother. But every now and then, I like to mess with them. Keep them on their toes. Mm-hmm. And I, I see now where the term scaredy cat came from. Yeah, I ain't messing mess with no cat, they, At all. <laughs> our granny got a cat, man. They scare very here. easily. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, it was funny because my wife was laughing the other day because Jay Will said he thought that our cats was like hood cats with patches <laughs> missing. <and> <laughs> <laughs> I did. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But uh, anyway, so every now and then I'll, I'll scare them. You know, I'll mess with them. But, now, this was kind of recent, maybe a couple weeks ago. Like, one of the cats, one of the baby cats is always in my wife's lap. Like, she loved my wife. She was in my wife's lap. We were sitting on the couch. And I reached over and tried to scare her, and she didn't budge. And my wife Whoa. said, see, she's not scared when she's in my arms. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. there he it is, have keyboard. I mean, i need some... <laughs> i need some praise music right now who are you who are you who are you (laughs) no you know what
0: that's dope so like so so let's think about that let's talk about that it's like and of course darius got 60 kids so Mm -hmm. he should not understand how a kid feels in the in his father's arms and the thing about it is like you know in this life when you when you lonely or when you feel like nobody's watching over you you like constantly worried, like what's going to happen with know, And kind of like I'm saying, right. You got some people right now. They literally can't stop watching the news because they scared Mm -hmm. because their emotions high. So we went from a pandemic and a shutdown to racial injustice. And it's crazy. And sometimes people want to know like, man, how are you so okay? Like, why are you okay? Yeah. And a lot of times it come down to like, bro, like I'm in the father's arms. Like, The Bible say don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about what you're going to wear, what you're going to eat. And I think I just want to say, man, like that's the beauty and the inspiration and encouragement for believers is like you are literally in God's arms.
1: Yeah, that same that same uh, with that same analogy. I was giving my kids a bath yesterday and Zion is the scary one. So. She's scared of, like, hair. If it's a piece of hair, Kiara has hair in her bathroom. So, it's a hair. It was a piece of hair in the tub, in the bathtub. So, she screams and go crazy. I'm talking about she's freaking out completely. But she jump out and get into my arms. But the same piece of hair is still there. She jumps out. but I'm, I'm looking like it's just hair. The hair is still there. But she's in my arms. And she, f- she feels um, comfort. And for me, like... Woo! Like well, well, during all this time for me, man, me and Jay was talking about it before we started. Before um, we was talking to offline, and I was saying like, man, the number one thing for me that this is it's a spiritual attack, and I feel like if you level headed spiritually, knowing that God is in control, man, you'll be at peace at everything. Because a lot of times we look for peace uh, in 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 a uh, system, you know, and that's that's, it's not gonna happen. Peace is found in Jesus. So, so that's where my mind is. I've been at peace with everything, and it's been cool seeing all the, you know. the uh, protest and it's cool experiencing history and all, but uh, at the end of the day, I got peace with everything, man. Because literally, Jesus has been the core for me.
0: That's that's it, man. Like, and, and yeah. I think you were gonna say something, Laville, when he said something about the baby being in his arms. So I don't, I don't want to take your thunder. Did, did you have something to add to that, Minister? No, I was just sh- I was
2: just shouting. <laughs> oh,
0: you just at home shout. Your wife probably don't know what's going on. Like, bro, we went from. Chilling, making me chili dogs to you, <laughs> shouting. No, like, look, man, being in being in a master's arms, um, is that is, is that Kiara Sheard that that's save his place in the whole yeah yeah yep. That's one of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to love hearing Kiara. Like Kiara Sheard is a dope singer, but younger Kiara even yeah. she was crazy. Like that used to be dope, but think of that. The safest place in the whole world is in the master's arms. And I think what's important is we have to see Jesus as our father. Yeah. The reason I think it's important for us to see God as our father is because we, so look, Laville, we were just talking about the power of a bloodline, right? And wow. who, even us as brothers, like we have similarities, like even though growing up, I grew up in my mom' house, halfway in my uh, father' house, so it's like I'm I'm with Darius on weekends and times in the summer I'm going back and forth between two houses. But as me and Darius growing up, and I'm older than him, but as we as we he started growing up, I started seeing myself in him, and I'm like, this is crazy, like the power of a bloodline. The reason I say that is because if we all see Jesus as our father then like I've been saying on this show, we will become united by faith. Mm. And that means we are brothers and sisters in Christ. So even though the world is in duress and everything is going crazy, we got to remember who your daddy is.
1: Yeah. Hey. Right. <laughs> why, why are you you're talking about the, the the master's arms or the father? Now think about it. If my daughter, so I, I'm going to represent God clearly. So, my daughter, if something's wrong, she's not going to run to Jermaine. She's not going to run to right. Lavelle because those are false prophets or so those are demonic, <laughs> right. you know. Wait, wait, wait. These... Well, that, well. <laughs> but she's going to run to the father. <laughs> huh? You...
0: That's I, right. I, think, I think his anointing was a little shaken, right? Something shook in the studio. And... No, no, but look, all jokes aside, though, that that's a great point, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I'm, I'm Zion's uncle. I'm Zoe's uncle. I'm... Darius's kids' uncle, and they love me. Yeah, they'll they'll run to me. They'll hug me. But if there is trouble, they are not looking for uncle. Yeah, they are looking for their
2: father. Yeah, it's so interesting, y'all said that because I think a lot of times we and we talked about this on this show many times how like our quote unquote religion, our Christianity, is not just a religion to us is literally our lifestyle. Like right. we are Christians first. Yeah. So what happens when you have a uh racial racially motivated attack? Yeah. Do you run to your blackness? Man. Mm. Or do you run to your God? You More know, I thought no the blackness. I right? <laughs> <I'm just
0: being, laughs> you know, no.
2: our African heritage
0: Hey, I got people in Australia listening to this show. People in India, they brown. We we hey, we we worldwide. Your blackness, your whiteness, Amen. your east sideness, <laughs> west sideness. We all need
2: Jesus well, I mean, first. So, actually, absolutely, and you're absolutely right because, like you said, some white people run to their whiteness, white people run to their blackness. But us, as you know, uh, African americans do we run to that first? Like, what is mm, what good. is the primary thing? So, who is your daddy? I guess our blackness, <laughs> our blackness would represent the uncle, right? Yep. Like, J. Will, you're her uncle. So she's going to run to you to hug you. But if scares. something's wrong, you're, right. you're not the first one she runs to. Mm-hmm. She that, runs to her father.
0: That's dope because, look, man, I ain't going to lie. I've been having just internally behind the scenes, me and my homeboys, man, we've been having some deep conversations about this stuff. And let me be real, Same. not fully agreeing. So I've been having a lot of difficult conversations behind the scenes. I'm talking for hours, like going back and forth. Now, here's here's the interesting thing about me and a lot of my friends. We agree on the end goal of being united by faith through Jesus Christ. Some of us disagree on what that means and how to get there. Some people think you should be protesting. Some think you shouldn't. Some people think you should be all about your blackness. Some think you shouldn't. Some people think you should be saying black lives matter. Some think you should believe that lives of black people literally matter, but you shouldn't say it. And some think all lives. What I'm saying is here's the crazy thing about the master's arms. It's the safest place when things are going wrong. Right now you have a million options. You have a million things to lean on.
1: Yeah. Wow. But
0: one thing that I, I could say that with my brothers in Christ that I've been talking to about this stuff. We might disagree about some of the nuances and how uh, white people have had power or has been injustice or this, this, how should we address it? But the one thing we know at the end of the day is that all we need to all white, black or brown or yellow, we need to find a way to be united by faith and elevate our faith as our father elevate Jesus as our father. And stop running to our uncle, which is our politics and our nationality. Mm-hmm.
1: Ooh, who's your daddy?
0: Amen. Who is your father? <laughs> That's good, man. Yes, sir. Lavelle, you've, yes, done, sir. you've done a good job, son. <laughs> now, hey, hey I, I, I got to say this before, before we let you go. I, and mm-hmm. I know we talked about this on the show before, but one of the greatest days of my life is when me and you were at the mall and we were at the cash register and the cashier thought that you were my daddy.
2: <laughs> wow. Duh, that just... was wow. the most offensive thing. <laughs> I, started to re- I started to report that girl. Man. Get her fired back. That was very offensive.
0: I feel so good. I'm like, man, I, I mean, I look young, bro. What can I say? I mean, I am way younger than you, but still.
1: Now, this whole, <laughs> I have a confession. This whole conversation, all I could think about is, I wonder how much how, how long has Lavelle's hair grown <laughs> through this whole pandemic? That's all I've been thinking about. He got
0: about. like a fro. He got like a curly yeah. fro.
1: Wow.
0: That's just funny because he don't, he don't never grow his hair. First of all, can we talk about that? People <laughs> with good hair that don't grow, like, it's irritating. I just want to be the first to tell you, Lavelle. Yeah. It's actually irritating because the whole time that we see somebody like you, what we thinking is, man, if I had that, like he
1: not even doing it. <laughs> if I
0: <laughs> wow, who's your daddy?
1: <laughs> wow.
0: No, it's just actually it actually looks sweet. I told him his hair looks sweet. He got like a curly afro. I'm like that looked dope. That's a dope look, man. Well,
1: but this is inspire guys, people. We inspire Jermaine. <laughs>
0: Hey, look, what what can I do?
1: What can can he do? (laughs)
0: What can I do other than just shave mine off? So I'm living, look, y'all, I'm living through my friends and family's hairline. Okay? Mm. I'm living, (laughs) who is your daddy? Because my daddy is (laughs) bald-headed. Which, I'm wondering when Darius is going to start thinning out, Battle, by the way.
1: Mm. <laughs> now, we had many conversations about this. I actually think I got my mom's side, the jeans, because he might. all all the guys on her side only have goatee go and mustache, and they they all got their hair, and Revan, I still have my hair, Doc. Yeah,
0: and we got me and Jarrell, Pop, we got beards. And at your age, you would have been thinning by now. Come on. That, that's when them first couple mm. spots start he,
1: He's looking at my hairline as we speak. The,
0: the, first, look, the, right. first, the first time your hair thinning, let, let me talk about something y'all don't know about real quick. The first uh, time, this is mm-hmm. one my bald brothers out there. The first time your hair, you notice your hair thinning, you think it's the barber fuck. <laughs> <laughs> then he took me back. Hey, bro. Hey, cuz <laughs> <laughs> What's this? He's and the barber looking uh-huh. like, Who's your daddy? <laughs> <laughs> is... Hey man, I remember being oh mad in the mug at the barber, dude. I need to go repent and apologize. Like, man,
2: it wasn't you, dog. Uh,
1: <laughs> it wasn't him.
2: Man, what what show do you know where within the span of ten minutes you could talk about race, <laughs> religion, politics, and hair? Right. Oh, all right. One, one
0: last topic, and then, then we are we to wrap it up. All right, you, you good, Lavelle, or or you need to go make some, some spam and uh.
1: The core of all that was who's daddy, <laughs> right.
0: Different... who is your daddy, though. <laughs> right. Who is your daddy? Look, Lavelle. When when you when you get done, when you t- when you get off the phone with us, I want you to walk in the other room, wherever your wife is, mm-hmm. look her dead in her stomach at your new baby. Come on, your unborn mm. child, and say who's
1: your daddy? Who's your daddy? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay.
0: All right. So I want I want y'all opinion on this. Me and Darius had started talking about this before we even was recording, but I, I want I'm curious what you think, Lavell, because you're not even a, a sports fan, and specifically not a basketball fan. Kyrie <laughs> Irving got a hundred NBA players together recently, right? With everything that's going on with the racial unjust. The NBA is looking to go to Orlando to start up their season, right? But okay. well, Kyrie Irving gets a bunch of players on the phone, and his thing is, you know, we not going to play. Like, we, we he don't want to play because he feel like that's taking attention away from all the marching and the racial injustice.
1: Not to mention he ain't playing anyway. Yeah, that
0: adds a lot of perspective.
1: Because he's injured.
0: Kyrie's injured right now. And – he wouldn't be able to play if they go anyway, but somehow he's the person leading the charge. And for those who don't know Kyrie Irving from a spiritual standpoint, he is kind of like a into the occult life. Like he's a, you know, he's into some very interesting things. Openly, like if you go to his Instagram, so I'm not, yeah. I'm not degrading him or anything. He's, yep. he's like a worshiper of like some really interesting things. So. Facts. I'm curious what y'all think. Darius, you can start off as a sports fan. Like, what do y'all think about the fact of Kyrie Irving saying players don't play, should an play?
1: My issue with that is well, you got people like LeBron James, you know, looking forward to playing. Of course, he wants to be protected. The main thing was him being, the team, the uh, NBA being protected due to COVID 19. That was the main thing. But every single time we had some injustice, anything that happened, They would respond. They would use their platforms at the games, whether it's them all wearing T-shirts saying, I can't breathe. And in my personal opinion, you have a bigger platform because you got your social media and you got the national TV all all over the world. So I think why not use your platform like he was doing, like people like LeBron who's been saying something uh, versus a Kyrie Irving. Honestly, I I don't remember him saying too much about uh, anything that's ever happened.
0: he ain't never said nothing. Yeah, so... That I know of, like... I ain't never seen him say nothing. Yeah.
1: And I'm biased too. I'll be honest because LeBron James has been killing this 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 season, and I believe that they were about to win. And it's like, yo, get that man his chip.
0: Our last name is James, and we are clearly LeBron fans, folks. Clearly, so that, <laughs> that is no joke. So, Lavelle, what do you think, bro? Like, just not well, even on being on a behalf fan. Of,
2: On behalf of Kyrie Neal. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> What did he say? Ain't no, it ain't no basketball player named like Neil. Is it? <laughs> let
0: me tell you something. The dude who last name is Neil in the NBA is probably like the dude that's like on the end of the bench, and they don't even let him <laughs> get on the jersey. Like,
2: he always injured, even when he ain't injured. Like, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna prophesy that my son is gonna change that. Come on now. Come on. Mm. I, 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 got didn't, it. Feel, I didn't feel <laughs> nobody agreeing with that,
1: but uh. Hey, but well, he gonna have good hair. Who
2: is his daddy? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 your
2: son
1: ain't getting to the league, bro. That's the first thing they gonna ask him: Who's your
0: daddy? <laughs> he gonna be in there singing, singing, and cracking jokes and acting crazy. So, do you think NBA yeah, okay, players so, should play or
2: not? Um, I agree with Darius. I think they have a better platform to actually play. You um, know, to go there and make you know they can make a statement however they choose on the court. I don't think they should not play. And why, he, you know, why couldn't Kyrie just say, well, I'm not playing because I feel like this. Why do you have to try to go and get everybody else to do because what
1: you're doing? He you got a bunch of people that was losing, too.
0: It was not. Yeah, he ain't getting like um, the dudes he got is either like injured or like role players. But you got to understand that he, like Kyrie Irving, he is just a an interesting character. That's the best way I could put it for people who don't have yeah. followed the NBA. Here's my take on it.
2: Because I know you're gonna wrap it up, um, and I'm, you know, like you said, I'm not a huge sports fan. I, I like basketball, but I'm not a huge, huge sports fan. But this is how I feel right now: the climate that that we're in, 2020 has been a rough year. Yeah. You know, and ironically, this is just a side note. The last message I preached on the last Sunday of 2019 mm-hmm. was called "The Virus Within," but, but 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 we ain't gonna go into my <laughs> my, my prophecy. Wow.
0: But, um, yeah. Was you know, boss.
2: January, I don't, I don't actually January. buy
0: into the fact that it's been a rough year, by the wow. way. Go ahead.
2: Okay. 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 So January, we lose Kobe Bryant. It kind of okay. hurt, shook up. Then, yeah. uh, less than a month and a half later, the coronavirus got known. People been quarantined. Then you got all of this racial injustice. So things have just kind of been happening, you know, one after the other, after the other. And we're, not even, we're just now, we're not even quite six months into the year yet. We're not quite halfway done. I kind of feel like, and this is my opinion, that we need something. We can't go to the movies. We can't sit down and watch basketball and football or baseball. Man. I just kind of feel like we need something. And I, I kind of feel like it would help, actually, if something opened up like sports or even a movie theater or something like that. So that's just my two cents of not being a sports fan.
0: No, that's dope. That's dope, though. Uh, and you are entitled to your opinion, um, potentially, unless I edit that part out. But um, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm, joking. I'm not gonna do that. Um, look, here's the thing, and, and I, I'll say this: not I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just I just don't agree with you um, about the 2020 being a rough year. Here's the reason why I say that: we are at the middle of June, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we are literally. At the middle of 2020. So this Mm. is, to me, the hot, this is like the best example ever of glass half full versus glass half empty. We are dead smack in the middle of the year and there have been some rough days and some rough things, right? Mm -hmm. But because we're in the middle, we have the exact amount of time left as we've already gone. Mm-hmm. To call it a rough year, you mm-hmm. are already prophesying that the next six mm-hmm. months are going to be just as bad as whatever you just went through, yeah mm-hmm. because I'll say it this way: let's say the next six months are purely amazing. Would you mm-hmm. get to January first and say that was a rough year, or would you would the good outweigh the bad?
2: The good would definitely outweigh the bad.
0: So what I'm saying is, when I say I don't bite into the fact that we that this is a rough year, I'm not dismissing the things you said or the fact that it's been rough so far, but it hasn't uh-huh. been a year yet.
2: So well, I actually, you know, it's funny. You know, it's funny that we actually kind of talked about this, yeah, on the very first, first podcast of, this show of the year. So yeah, I'm, I'm trying and to do. I got to give you your, I got to give you your, your prophecy props. <laughs> you prophesied at the beginning of the year to stop packing everything into a year yep. and to say happy new day, Look, day by day, let's go day by day. Instead of compacting everything for the whole year. And right. and the thing about
1: it,
0: when we doing this show, people don't realize, like we joke around a lot. We, this is real, like, we not playing at the end of the day. And when the Lord gave me that, I do believe, Like, and I haven't really said this on the show, I believe in my soul that that there was a reason we called that very first show, Happy New Day. Now, I had no idea all this stuff was going to happen. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is God had already had my mind on the fact, don't try to view this as a year. Take this one day by day.
1: Happy new day. That's dope. Happy
0: man. new day because no matter what we just went through, that's a song right there too. Happy new. It is. It is, low key. Ah. No matter what we just went. That is a dope song. No matter what we just went through,
1: yeah. there's hope in a new day. Yeah, the way I see it, man. I uh, just say, put my little two cents in. Uh, I think in Exodus it talks about um when Moses you know went to Pharaoh, and he basically uh all, all the plagues to them it was plagues, but to the people of God, it was miracles. So, the way I look at this whole situation was, you know, I even wrote a song, you know, is this a plague or for me, uh, is this a plague? And then I'm like, on the flip side, for me, it's a miracle because everything has been, again, I've been spending more time with God He's been giving me songs like crazy. This is a miracle for me. My finances, I'm able to say, this is a miracle for me.
0: That's crazy. So man.
1: everything, my, me and my wife are on great terms. This is a miracle for me. my <laughs> We're in good health. This is a miracle for me. So it's like, mm-hmm. I'm counting the buckets. And, and must,
0: let, me, let me tell you why that's an amazing thought. Because, again, in the world we live in today, there is so much pressure to carry everybody's burdens. Now, I know some people out there have gone through and it's been a rough time for them, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that it's been rough for everyone. And so it's kind of like I, I hate like when, when you see somebody get fired at a job. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The weird thing about that is that represents a job opening. So mm-hmm. it's, it's not overlooking the fact that my man got fired, mm. but there's somebody out there that's searching online, looking for a job, and then bam, a new job pops up. Now let me ask you a question, right. ja- Lavelle. When a new mm-hmm. job pops up, if you're looking for a job, do you ever ask why the job is open or what happened? <laughs> or are you just concerned about the fact that this is an opportunity for you? Uh, definitely an opportunity. So what I'm saying, that doesn't make you selfish. What I'm saying is that there is so right. much pressure for us all today to carry the world's burdens. So when we see the world struggling, we claim struggle. We say mm. we are struggling now. That doesn't mean that some people aren't struggling. There are people struggling every day. There are a time there's a time and season for everything. Ecclesiastes chapter three. But to Darius's point. Mm. It might be a plague. But mm-hmm. it might be a
1: miracle because.
2: Hallelujah.
1: Yeah. Hey, I, I, a question: Is are things actually rough when it's in his hands? Mm-hmm.
0: That's a great. That's a great question because if he ordained it, if he know God literally knew this was coming, yeah. And just like that baby that's running to her father's yeah. hands, like we, and here's my call to Christians. We need to get in the father's arms.
1: Yeah. yeah. nothing else matters after that. It's like I feel, I'm good. So in spite of what's happening, I'm good. We
0: need to some of us feel exposed and angry on every side because we are not in the master's arms. Cuz when you're outside of your father's arms, it's not safe. Yeah. You're worried, you're scared. Of hair, of little, look, Zion's scared of hair. Hair does nothing to you.
1: Where's your daddy?
0: <laughs> Where is your daddy? <laughs> so, 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 all right, here's what we talking about. And Lavelle, I want to give you the last word on that. But what, what we're talking about for clarity, right, is we're talking about perspective. I, I'll give this example. Mm-hmm. There's perspective and then there's vantage point, right? Perspective mm-hmm. is the way you view something. Vantage point is the way or the angle in which you see something, right? Mm. So imagine that, like, Darius is sitting across from me in the studio. Mm. So it's possible that I could show him an apple and mm-hmm. show him I can bite an apple, but only show him the side that I didn't bite.
1: I wouldn't want that apple.
0: But you would. <laughs> <laughs> <That's so stupid. laughs> I wouldn't want that apple. <laughs> Oh, my God. (laughs) But here's the thing. If I show him the side that's bitten, he won't want it. But Mm -hmm. I could show him a certain vantage point or perspective of that apple that still looks good. What I'm saying is Mm -hmm. we only halfway through the year. There might be a a side of that year that's been bit. This year represents an apple with two sides. One side Mm -hmm. got a chunk taken out of it. It looks bad. If you're looking at it from that perspective... If you're looking at the teeth marks, it looked like a rotten apple. But if you Mm -hmm. get to the other side of that apple, and and what I mean by that is God giving us new mercies on a new day. Just get to that next day and that next moment. Change your perspective and change your mind. And that same apple can look different.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you know, I I thought about one of your, well, I guess it's probably your favorite book of the Bible, Philippians, <laughs> chapter 2, how it says, to Paul said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Man. And then he goes on to say something to the effect of he, he didn't think it was robbery to be equal with God, even though he, he, he is God. But he took up on himself the form of a servant. And I think that. He made of himself no of reputation. No reputation. So he is, you know, He, he we, we have to take that mindset of Christ. So I stand corrected, brothers. Y'all brought me on the show to rebuke me. And it's <laughs> fine. I got <laughs> double things by two brothers, but it's all good. <laughs> Happy New my is... <laughs> No, no
1: but...
2: but. No, yeah. So things, you know. Yeah, I mean, like you said, this year could potentially, you know, Perspective. end up being phenomenal, you know. But I will say this, and I don't want anybody to misunderstand me. I, I, I had a great year. You know, financially, my wife and I celebrated our second year um, anniversary. We found out that we're having a child. That child will be here this year. Wow. So, thank God. This is you one of the I best years you know, of your life. Like, hey like, keep this,
0: and and, I, and I'm saying this, and I know you know this show is all about inspiring guys, people, and love and fairness, and we yeah. don't want to offend people. That's why you're apologizing for a blessing. But what what I want to mm-hmm. challenge people to think on is why is it that we have a, have to apologize when we're blessed, but when we're mm-hmm. when we when the, when we're saying it's a bad year, nobody's a pop, nobody's like, hey man, sorry to mess up your day, but this is a horrible year hey, man, sorry to mess up your day, but the coronavirus is going to get you. Right. Now, like when people right. are spreading bad news, it's like, hey, protest, march, get sick. Like it's it's just, it's so much. Yeah. And, and I want to give someone a, a free pass right now to release yourself from the burdens and mm-hmm. allow yourself to unplug yeah. your TV and your phone for a day. Yeah. You are free to live your real life and not carry the burdens of everyone else. And not apologize for the blessings that God has in your life. Now, if you have found yourself in a situation where this thing has hit you hard and it's been a rough year, that's real, too. And I don't want (laughs) you to feel like we are overlooking it. But you, too, need to be in the master's arms. See, the thing is, regardless of whether we're having a good year or a bad year or or however you want to word it, we need to be in the master's arms so that we
1: can yeah. get his perspective. Yeah. He even has, some, you know, you may have some scars, but Jesus has scars too, and it's safety and he can he can mm-hmm. heal those scars. Um, this may get edited out, but look at like if for example uh, <laughs> That's a this may get This this might you may take this out, but perspectives man. Look and I got a brother uh, Jarrell, I, I could talk about my brother. For a lot of people, that hair has grown through this whole process. You, this has given a lot of people a chance. A lot of people that thought they didn't have any hair, this time has given you an opportunity. Hey, my hairline is still there. If you if you would give it time, that's so stupid. You know, so it's all perspectives. All about perspectives. You, Jermaine, may have cut his hair too early. he I
0: might be. <laughs>
1: He may have had a chance had he looked at the other side of the apple.
0: Jarrell literally grew his junk back. I'm like, dude, he got little twisties. I'm like, dude I thought you was dreads. bald-headed like two weeks ago, bro. That,
1: that man was bald, and now he got, got dreads. Like,
0: listen, he, here's the crazy thing about it. We could joke about Jarrell, because Jarrell literally, he he leads in with a joke about himself. That's <laughs> right. It. If you know Jarrell, is like, he don't embarrass easy. But here's the thing at the end of the day, man. Yeah. To Darius's point, this pandemic was a huge opportunity for some people, you know, I kind of said it like I was blessed. I I got a promotion. Um, it, it's been, it's been a, and and I'm, I'm just being honest. It's been a pretty good year and Mm -hmm. now the world would tell me otherwise. And I know some people have lost loved ones and things like that. Right. But here's what, here's what we can't even overlook. Even with that people lose loved ones every year. So some people lost loved ones every last year. That didn't make you say it was a bad year for you. But if someone lost a loved one, they might have had a bad day, a bad moment, a bad month, a bad year, whatever it may be. And what I'm all I'm simply saying is we all have the freedom to have our own perspective about this thing. You don't have yeah. to carry the yeah. burdens that the world is pushing on you. to so where not you mean God ain't blessing nobody, the whole world just having a bad year. Yeah. I just can't believe that.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, I thought about I thought about one of your favorite characters in the Bible, Joseph. You know, when he went through what he went through. I I can't say with surety, because the Bible doesn't doesn't definitively let us know. I don't think he understood everything he was going through, but I think he did have a God perspective. Because the statement that he made to his brothers after Man. all of that craziness was over that was crazy. decades of being in prison. <laughs> And going through, you know, craziness, but not a year, decades. Yeah. And then when he finally sees them to say what you meant for evil, God used it for good to declare his glory in this world. Look, man. So we don't know. You know, we may not see the full plan of God, but if we could just get on his perspective, we need God's I say, okay, God, I may not totally understand everything you're doing, but I trust you.
0: I'm yeah. in your arms. Yes, sir.
2: Who is yeah. your daddy? Um, <laughs> Now, let me
0: just answer this, and then I'm going to give Darius the last word, and we're going to go. I'm going to let you get back to your wife, Lavelle. Sorry. Um, no, you good. So, I don't think I, – I think the NBA players should play, <laughs> first of all, too. because so, here's my thing. I – I think that you have to understand economics, number one. They're going to be leaving a lot of money on the table, not just for themselves, but for future NBA players. The NBA is, you know, 75% African-American or black, however you want to word that. And, you know, I'm just being honest. The way I feel about the platform, they have that platform. I don't like that. It's kind of like that that it's this group think thing where people are forcing you, how you got to express yourself, forcing you how you got to express the injustice. I think all of that is going down the wrong path, especially as a Christian. But what I will say is, look, if the people at Kroger got to go to work, everybody else got to go to work, bro. This your job. You don't get to just... Like, I don't like this entitled world where we just feel like, hey, I ain't going. But then, all right, you may... Kyrie, you just signed a $140 million contract or something like... Like, bro, you straight, but what about that NBA player on the bench that only make $500,000 that's like, hey, bro, yeah. I need that, bro. Kyrie, Kyrie Neal. <laughs> yeah, that is something a Neal would do. That, that is something Neal would do. But, no, I, I think they should hoop, man, and I think it's just ridiculous that Kyrie is somebody who ain't even in the running for the championship, and he I almost feel like he's just trying to hate on Bron. It's
1: not fair. Yeah, it's not fair because, uh-huh. again – Brian, he's is a vet clearly, you know, and he's been working hard, man. The dude keeping up with his body, he's been playing. Just, his plan has been unbelievable, and I believe this was the this was the year. And clearly, though, know, they had the best record in the West. So it's like to those people, some of them haven't had a championship. It's like we're that close. We're the best team, and we have a shot now, and we have the opportunity. But you, you got some people that's like, no, we don't want to do it because because of something that. You probably won't fix
0: not by not hooping. So here, okay, and here's the thing. Now, that's a I'm, great I'm, point. I'm wrap it that's up a with great
1: this. point. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna wrap it up with this. We talking about perspective and everything, and and the one thing that I think you just said that's important is like, you know, that's not fair for Kyrie to force his point of view mm-hmm. on other people and not let them make that chance when he not he can't play anyway. He's injured. Right. So the thing is you already couldn't play. And I think it's somewhat of a metaphor for what we're experiencing in the world today. And I want to encourage the believers out there. Don't let the world force you to feel how the world feels. Um, Like I said, I've been having a lot of difficult conversations with friends, agreeing in some areas, disagreeing in others. But where we where we definitely agree at is that Jesus Christ is the answer to all of this running into the masters in our father's arms
1: the facts. is
0: what all Christians need to be doing. White, black, yellow, brown, Asian, African, whatever you are, we need to, that's the key. Not yet. Yeah, like we don't need to be heightening what the world is heightening and, um, our politics and our nationality don't need to be what we're leading with because that becomes an idol before God. So, I want to give the believers of the world today, just like we did a fun show in tough times, we took a totally different approach. And the reason I did that is because I have the freedom to choose life and to choose God, regardless of what the rest of the world is choosing, regardless of what they doing, man. So I'll let Lavelle, I'll, get, I'll let you say something. Then. Darius, you can you can close us out, man. Um, what, what you got for us, Lavelle? Last thoughts.
2: No, just um, be encouraged. You know, like you said, we we still got a whole another half of a year to go, and if we take it day by day, just wake up every morning, happy new day. It's a new day. I got, I have a new opportunity. You know, it was funny you said. You know, you said about you know some people have been doing some great things this year. I told you my testimony. I've said it on this show a couple of times. But you, you, when the pandemic first hit and we were in quarantine for the first two weeks, I didn't do anything. And listen to your show. And you said, don't let this pandemic end with nothing to show for it. And I literally started up some things, started getting my house ready for my, for my child. Um, I started my own virtual talk show on uh, Facebook and YouTube, you know, so nice. make the most out of what, you know, God has called each and every one of you to do something. Find out what it is during this time and do it. Don't let the fear of the year don't let the fear of uh racial injustice don't let the the fear of the year don't let that hold you back from doing what god told you to do because in the end when you answer to him you can't say well god i didn't do it because of racial injustice i didn't do it because of the coronavirus and it's going to be like the 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 three people with the talent so be encouraged go forth and do what you need to do yeah
1: i would say be encouraged as well uh you know, is this a plague for you? It may have started off like a pe- plague, but I, I want to challenge you to change your perspective uh, and look at it as a miracle. For those who you know lost lost loved ones, I just want to encourage you to again go to the Master's hands. And in this time, you you may feel like you're lonely, but look at it like this: you got the greatest opportunity to be with you you and God. You know, God God His knowledge is beyond our knowledge, so therefore. Anything you need, you can you can ask him, you know, he can show you whatever it is, your creativity, your purpose, whatever. I want to challenge you to go after your purpose, go after your creative skills, you know, whatever you need. Um, This has been a miracle for me, and I know it can change and be a miracle for you.
0: Don't let the fear of the year stop you from doing what God called you to do. Regardless of what has happened so far, do not be afraid of the rest of 2020. Do not allow the enemy to plant seeds of doubt in your mind and make you think that you are destined for a horrible year. God grants us new mercies every single day. And I'm praying for blessings in life and abundance in the listeners lives, man, that God is still God. God didn't stop God because of a pandemic. I bought a hat from a brand. Is I just bought it just arrived today. It said God be God. Like, <laughs> wow. That junk is dope to me. Oh, God you. be God.
2: Lavelle, can you pray us out, bro? Sure. Father, we thank you for your people that are listening to the show right now. And Lord, we just ask you to give a special blessing for them. Thank you for Jermaine always being there to inspire us, To push us, God. And we just pray right now in the name of Jesus. That you would bless us to be inspired to go forth to do what you have called us to do, to not have the fear of the year, but to have the encouragement of the Holy Ghost pushing us and propelling us to our destiny. Lord, we're not downplaying anything that's going on, Lord. We're just looking up to you. We want to be in your arms, trusting you to do what you called us to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen,
0: guys. People, thank y'all so much for listening today. We ain't got no fear for this shit. Who's your daddy?
1: It's Inspire God's People, to podcast.
0: God's People, thank you so much for listening to today's show. If you enjoy what you heard please do stop over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, subscribe to the show. You can just even Google Inspire God's People and enjoy every show all the way back to our first episode. And please do not forget to tell a friend. We love you. Inspire God's People. If you are looking for me, I'll be in my own world. Create for the creator when I'm in my own world. I serve below the surface. It's layers to my purpose. Inspire God's people when I'm in my own world. Look in the sky, there ain't no stars in it. The art is all natural and authentic. Rivers of love, we swimming for us. We can't drown if we fall in it. If you looking for
1: me, I will be in my own world. Create for the creator when I'm in my own
0: world. I serve below the surface, it's layers to my purpose. Inspire God's
2: people when I'm in my own world.